You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I made a detour out of the game when I was hustling crack. Made a couple of dollars, made a little bit of change, never looked back. You can find me at the shooting range practicing busting gaps. Want a vocal booth in this studio, busting raps. With some gold on my body, off my body, off Carlos Rossi, I'm sloppy. I treat my luxury scraper like a Bugatti. Lottie Dottie, she like to party off Molly Bacardi. Let her get naughty, a hottie up in the lobby, she style. She said, 40 water. Well, you about to be. I said, follow me, follow me, follow me, bitch, room 223. You got to pay me, you pay me no attention. That's how I be when you're born and raised in Ladies the and gentlemen, like welcome to the first ever edition of Tailgate on the Quad. Your one-stop shop for the biggest CFB news on the Belly Up Podcast Network. I'm your host, Kev. And before we get into the episode where we'll be talking award finalists, pretty much just the highs because I want this to be a little shorter. It's an intro. And the College Football Playoff semifinals coming up this weekend. But before we get into that, I do want to just say, this is not going to be a normal episode. I'm not going to sit in front of my microphone and lecture at you for half an hour, an hour, whatever it ends up being. I hope it's not longer than that. About college football. No one really wants that. I'm done with college. I'm done listening to people lecture. I'm sure you are too. I'm hoping to have guests on, have it be a little more free-flowing. Now, before we get into actual college football, I'm going to talk about myself a little bit, let you know who I am and kind of where I come from. I grew up in the Northeast. There wasn't a lot of college football here. Then I went to high school, went to college, somehow got an academic scholarship to go to the University of Alabama. Don't worry, I'm not going to be too biased. And then I found belly up my junior year of college as an accounting major, which I hated, still do to this day. I kind of came in writing, then I became an editor. Then I joined the Corner Booth podcast with Jared. Thank you, Jared. He's the reason I'm here. I owe you everything I have at this company. Uh, yeah, that's going to give him a big head. I wish I didn't say that. But, and then I became the college football department head. Did that for about a year, kind of promoting topics, running the college football Twitter account, editing still, writing, doing the corner booth. And then I started, as Mike likes to say, I suddenly remembered I knew how to do photo editing and graphic design. I didn't. I learned it all myself, but... Uh, became an executive. I am the director of graphic design and merchandise at Belly Up Sports. A lot of the shirts you'll see I've designed. 
I designed this logo. Uh, big thanks to Blaine and Kurt for helping me work out this logo and telling me that the original logo I was working with sucked, more or less. But I wasn't going to be doing this until next year. We're going to move on. I wasn't going to be doing this until next year. Uh, kind of, I didn't want to do this big introductory podcast and then not have any content for a couple months. Then I wrote the Gump Twitter list, and that got people very mad. And then I wrote the Gump Twitter list too, because apparently I'm a glutton for punishment and I like getting roasted online. One account, I, I have to shout them out in the first podcast, Tuscaloosa Cigar Mansion at R&R Cigars roasted me. They're saying he only has 400 followers, it's not that big a deal, I laughed, it doesn't matter. They called me a simp for including one account because I literally put in there, sup, that's got to be a regular thing now with every list I do. But Mike reached out to that second list at mbrownoh21. Go follow him. He's a co-founder. And he said, hey, do you maybe want to move this up, kind of do a soft launch to kind of capitalize on this? I was like, no. But I did anyway because he's technically my boss and I have to listen to him. It was a suggestion he did not tell me to. But that that's where we sit now. Uh, I'll still be doing the corner booth for the rest of the football season at least. And then I'll be kind of on a little bit more intermittently going forward. But that's enough about me. You are not here to listen to my life story. I am way too open about it generally. Just go follow at the Real Cruise Ox on Twitter and ask him. I think I scarred that poor man for life. Or side of my DMs. I'm probably going to answer you. I don't have a lot going on in my life. But we're here for college football. That's what we're here to talk about. I will be breaking down the two college football playoff games, uh, the rest of the bowl games. I don't, I care about them. I've watched, I'll watch them, but there's so many now. They're having my whole life, but I think they need to have less. We're also going to talk about some of the bigger awards. I'm not really going to be getting into the Werfel Trophy or the Remington. Like We'll talk about the big ones that everyone kind of cares about. And then we'll go on. But we'll start with the tro- awards. We're going to go down this list with the watch lists and whatever. I should probably look up the finalists. Oh, cool. These are the finalists. I am so smart. I had them open without even thinking about it. The Benaric Award. Best Defensive Player. I don't really have thoughts on this. I have one thought. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't really watched a lot of Jeremiah Aswusu Koromoa. I hope I'm pronouncing right. And Zayvon Collins. I do have one thought, though. Patrick Satan is not that good of a player. This might be a hot take for Alabama fans. I This could be because I watched him as a freshman, when he was a freshman, not me, and he was just getting burned or getting a P.I. call. And I, I watched him yesterday, like, oh, maybe he's better. Maybe I'm wrong. Then, of course, against Florida, he gets mossed. Patrick Satan is not one of the best defense players in this country, and if he is, then the NFL is screwed for a while. My Lord. And that's my thoughts on anything he's nominated for. Uh, the Jim Thorpe Award, same thing. Trevon Morig and Richie Grant, they are probably going to win it. Because I, well, they're not going to win it. Patrick Stan's going to win it because he goes to Alabama. But those are my thoughts. We're going to move on. So I stop ranting about uh, Patrick Stan II. The Blitnikoff. Elijah Moore out of Ole Miss. Kyle Pitts out of Florida. Devontae Smith out of Alabama. Talk about some SEC bias, am I right? No. Devontae Smith is the best receiver in the country. He might be the best receiver we've seen for a while, or in a while. He's also 174 pounds soaking wet. It's ridiculous how good this man is. But he is a Heisman finalist. He's also the best receiver. Lou Graz Award, 
Go to the Lou Grasso Award, whatever the site is. I don't know. Alabama fans are tweeting about it all the time. Vote Will Richard. He is a beast. Alabama's not had a kicker for years, and he has not missed a kick all year. Knock on wood, if he misses... I'm not even going to say that. No. Maxwell Award, College Player of the Year. I do think it's going to be Devontae Smith. Trevor Lawrence had a good year, but he missed time. Mac Jones had a really good year for what people expected. But Devontae Smith went off this year. He is a monster, and he's done... He broke the SEC receiving touchdowns records, or Alabama's at least. He's a beast. And I don't like calling in the career accolades of a guy. That's why I don't think Trevor Lawrence should win the Heisman. We'll get into that in a second. But Devontae Smith is just a monster. And surprisingly, Jalen Waddle going down was good for him. And it, he has shown that he is a number one kind of guy, even with his size. Davey O'Brien National Quarterback Award. I do think Mac Jones should be higher than Kyle Trask in Heisman voting. But I would not be surprised if Kyle Trask takes this one home. He has He's ahead of Mac Jones in a lot of categories. And more the efficiency stuff, it's Mac Jones. But Kyle Trask has the pure numbers that a lot of these older guys kind of like to look at. Like, oh, he has the passing yards. Oh, he has the touchdowns. Yeah, he can't win a big game, so he shouldn't win the Heisman. But Kyle Trask had a good year. You're not really going to see that much on Alabama, on Gump Twitter. They don't like talking about Kyle Trask because he's not that good. He's not going to be a good NFL quarterback. Bears fans, I have you him going to you. I'm sorry. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Uh, say some Hail Marys. Hope he gets picked before then. Doak Walker Award, and this is the last one we're going to go into. Uh, your finalists are Travis Etienne from Clemson, Brees Hall from Iowa State, and Najee Harris from Alabama. Uh, it's Najee Harris. I've been saying all year. He's the best running back in the country. Clemson fans might have a problem with that. Najee Harris had a better year than Travis Etienne. I'm sorry. And now, for the one we all care about, really. The one that most people care about. The Heisman Award, or the Heisman Trophy. I don't know why I called it an award. But Mac Jones, Devontae Smith, both both Alabama guys, Trevor Lawrence, and Kyle Trask. Trevor Lawrence should not, Trevor Lawrence should be fourth. Najee Harris, I think, is fifth. Najee Harris should have been on this instead of Trevor Lawrence. Uh, and Because it's not a career achievement award. It's not a, hey, this guy is really good, but he doesn't have numbers because he missed time. No, it's, it's going to come down to Mac Jones, Devontae Smith, and Kyle Trask. I... If I had a vote, hey, Heisman Trophy Committee, give me a vote. It's not Kyle Trask. I do think it's going to be Devontae Smith, though. Alabama fans are talking about how great all of them have been, Najee, Devontae, and Mac Jones. But Mac Jones has the numbers, but Devontae Smith's numbers are historically great. They're so good. And with the Heisman Trophy being a quarterback award, at least I I have it open in front of me. I don't feel like going back that far. But since 2000, we're just going to say that, there have been two Heisman Trophy winners who weren't quarterbacks. Derrick Henry and Mark Ingram. And and you can make your jokes about Cam Newton in the NFL today with his five passing touchdowns and ten interceptions, or Tim Tebow at any point of his career. Haha, they were running backs, really. 
But they were listed at quarterback, so they get counted. But those two guys, last two Heisman Trophy winners to not be quarterbacks, and also from Alabama, I think an Alabama receiver by the name of Devontae Smith is going to join that list this year and win the Heisman Trophy. Now, for fans of teams who weren't good enough to get in the college football playoffs, I'm sorry, there's that little bit of Bama bias I said might rear its ugly head. I'll try to keep it to a minimum. But you don't care about this, really. You might, but you're probably not because your team's out of it. But we're going to talk the college football playoffs. We're going to talk Notre Dame versus Alabama. And we're going to talk Ohio State versus Clemson. I, I've said we're going to talk a little betting. I, I'm not a better. I don't have the money for that. But if you are, good for you. You're doing well in life. Or you're like my buddy out in Colorado who said he'd rather maybe win a lot of money than eat dinner that night. I mean, to each his own, I'm not going to judge. But first, we're going to talk one versus four, Alabama versus Notre Dame. I'm on Odd Shark. That's what I use. I like seeing all the sites have, but the consensus spread here is minus 20. I hate whole number spreads, really, but minus 20 Alabama over under consensus, 65 and a half. 73% of people are taking the over on this. Predicted score, 52 to 30.6. Alabama's 8-3 against the spread. Notre Dame's 5-6. Take Alabama to cover. Notre Dame is not going to get within 20 of these guys. That offense is too good. On the flip side, though, take the over. Alabama's defense is terrible. This is not your usual Nick Saban defense. Fire Pete. Go buy his shirt on Teespring. He's not a good coordinator. I really hope we fire him after this year. But on the flip side, Steve Sarkeesian... Won the award for best coordinator in the country. He's a monster. He's going to find ways to put up points. Look look what Notre Dame did in the ACC championship game. They got smacked around by Clemson. And Alabama's offense is better than Clemson's. They will put up points. It doesn't matter. They have a better running back, better receiver, and based on statistics, they have a better quarterback. Trevor Lawrence is a generational talent. I'm not talking shit. But that defense is still a big question mark. Notre Dame will find ways to put up points. Now we're going to move on because talking about Alabama's defense made me very sad. We're going to talk Clemson versus Ohio State. Fun fact, Clemson has played Ohio State four times and has won every single time. Now, I would love to see a Woody Hayes incident where Ryan Day punches Travis Travis Etienne in the throat. I think it'd be very funny to see. Probably not going to happen though. Predicted score of this game, 43.5 Clemson to 34.6 Ohio State. Spread is minus 7.5 Clemson. The over-under is 66.5. Ohio State, 3-3 against the spread. Clemson, 5-6. Take Clemson to cover. 65% people think that. I do think Clemson will cover. They have the experience in the college football playoffs with this team. Trevor Lawrence has been there before. Dabo's been there forever. He knows what he's doing. I would take the under though. Seeing what Clemson did to Ohio to Notre Dame rather, excuse me. And I don't trust Justin Fields. He the one big game that they had before the Big Ten Championship against Indiana, he threw three picks. He did not play well. And I think we're gonna see the same thing here. I mean, Clemson's defense isn't as good as it has been in the past, but they're still pretty damn good. And I think Dabo Sweeney knows what he's doing, their staff knows what they're doing. They're going to make Justin Fields sweat back there. They're going to make him struggle, and I, that's what's going to come down to it. I don't think Trey Sermon is going to get 300-plus yards this game. 
That defense is too good for that. Even on a down year, Clemson's defense is still very good. Same with Alabama, but Alabama makes me sad, so we're done talking about them. I realize I didn't talk about money line for Notre Dame, Alabama, but we're just going to move on. Money line for Clemson, minus 290. Ohio State, this is best money line. Uh, Clemson money line on five dimes is minus 290. On inner tops, it's plus 260. Put your money on Clemson to win. They're, they're not going to lose this game. Take it to the bank. If you're if I'm wrong, hate me for it, but I don't see Ohio State getting their first win against Clemson ever. It's going to be not a very good game. I think it we'll see right out of the gates how good it's going to be, and I think it's going to be on our way to a blowout. Ohio State fans might not like that, but it, it's the facts. I would love to see both teams lose. I hate both teams, to be honest with you. It's not really Alabama buys. It's just I hate Dabo. I think he needs to shut his mouth. And I hate Ohio State fans. They're annoying. But anyway, I digress. Ohio State fans, I'm sorry. Please keep listening. That was mean. Um, uh, before we go, though, I want to give some quick shout-outs. Kurt, Blaine, thank you for figuring, helping me figure out that logo fiasco we had earlier. Uh, they kind of pushed me in the right direction, gave me some thoughts on it. My first logo was kind of bad. I do think Blaine put me through the ringer to punish me for that, but it's fine. I love you, Blaine. Uh, thanks to Mike for kind of greenlighting this, pushing it along, getting it a quick start. And thanks to Jared. Uh, it feels weird giving him credit for anything, but Jared brought me on to belly up. He's the reason I'm here. Actually, fun fact, I joined to mess with Jared and then I ended up falling in love with it. And then he brought me on the corner booth and I became a co-host and I had a lot of fun with that. And I wanted to start my own podcast. And that's where we're at now. And this is the PBS moment. This broadcast was brought to you in part by viewers like you. Thank you. But no, seriously, thank you for swinging by our tent for tailgate on the quad. Uh, Going forward, for the rest of the season at least, we're probably going to be going one episode a week. There's really only like two or three three weeks left in the season. Then we'll probably do a draft special episode to talk about the kind of the guys we've fallen in love with over the last three, four years watching play college football. As a last note, I made a hype video for this on Twitter the other night. Go follow us, Quad Tailgate, at Quad Tailgate, rather, on Twitter. Uh, and in it, I included a line from Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, so every episode now has to end this way. I have decided, welcome to the Thunderdome. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.